Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Day by Day. This is your girl Lainey checking in once again. As always, I hope everyone is blessed, the honey favorite, and living your best life. And middle fingers to the sky, to all the haters, right? Right, okay. So, we'll jump into it here. I was listening to um, Amanda Seals' podcast, um, Small Doses, is what it's called. Loving it. She's hilarious and yet very serious at the same time. It's a good podcast. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Um, so she was talking about um, showing up and being there for your partner. Like, how do you do that? What are some ways that, that excuse me, what are some ways that one can be there for their partner? Um, and there, it just really hit me on, she, she bruised me. She bruised me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very, um, very candid in the sense of like, she was saying that like a lot of times people don't, um, it's hard for people to show up for their partner because, um, like it, it damages their own ego. And it got me to thinking like about situations I've been in with, with, you know, boyfriends and, um, my relationships and just how, sometimes I would need them to show up and they're just not able to do it um or it's it's or it's like I'm needing you to be here or maybe just even acknowledge me that I'm you know that I'm feeling this type of way not necessarily because that there's anything that you can do in particular but just be with me you know what I mean just sit with me in this moment you know let's watch a movie let's go for a walk like just be with me in this moment without trying to figure out what's wrong with you you know what I mean if I knew I wouldn't be in this fucking situation you know if I knew we definitely wouldn't be here right now um (laughs) so just in in situations like that I've it's it's true and and it comes down to um like she was saying, like a lot of times people don't want to be emotionally involved. They don't want to take that time to to be emotionally involved with what, how how to help a person, how to help a person heal. And so we just look for the the solution. Um. Meanwhile, you know, the other person is still there, actually hurting. You know. Um. And it just it makes a lot of sense. And it also got me to thinking about, um, how I have done that to people. Um. And for me, I think it's more of a selfish, like, I was needing the attention to be on me. I needed I needed to be the focus of the relationship. And when my partner wasn't happy, I felt like it was because of, it was because of me. I felt like it was because I'm doing something wrong. Um, and so I would sit there and be like, well, you know, what did I do? And it's like, it instead of getting the it has nothing to do with you I would get just no response or he would leave and be gone and come back drunk or you know so just hindsight looking at it a lot of times I probably could have avoided a lot of fights um had I just taken myself out of the equation and figured like okay let's get in his head and try to figure out what's going on now, that's the situation I'm speaking on, the relationship I'm speaking on, I was much younger. Um, that was the, the relationship with my boys that, that I spoke about, I've talked about a little bit before, just a little bit touch base on before. Um, 
that man <laughs> that man um it's hard when you're dealing with mm, a manipulative person um and like i said i was very young when i got with him i think i was going on 21 um we have a very large age gap between us so there's that um and just a lot of the things in that relationship that happened me in the place where I am now I see the lack of maturity that I had mentally then um and the lack of communication skills that I had then um and so I did a lot of acting out because I didn't know how to verbalize like hey you know this is not working for me or you know don't talk to me like this or don't you know, don't treat me this way. Don't direct me like this. Um, and so I would act out. And for me, I'm just put it out there. Um, it was it was cheating. And so I'm trying to think of where I remember where I'm trying to go with this. Um, he wasn't able to be there for me the way that I needed him to be to, as far as acknowledging how I felt because I was not able to verbalize how I felt. I knew how I felt. Um, and maybe I processed those emotions wrong um, and just not dealing with things in the right way. Like, I would, and when I say, y'all, when I say act out, like, I would I would go cam cussing and fussing. Now mind you though, I feel like I had rights to do so. Um, because it would be situations like, you know, and we had a studio apartment for one, so no bedrooms, okay? Just a studio. And he would always have company over. And so it's difficult to, you know, you trying to get kids to sleep because it's ten, eleven o'clock at night. I got a baby here and you having the you know your little crew in, in the in the kitchen or you know just situations like that so I would because I didn't know how to verbalize I would just lash out and everybody get the fuck out of my house and y'all need to go home and I would start talking shit to him I would try to like pick a fight with him um to make his friends feel uncomfortable so that they, that they would leave um but because I just I didn't know how to verbalize that um, I think a lot of times my emotional state and the way that I am is is big part big part ugh, is in part largely because there we go <laughs> um, of my upbringing and I literally like grew up like my mom and dad my mom and dad have been married for maybe like 35 years or so 34 35 years and the dynamic that they had was just like whatever my dad says goes um it's a very old school household um the man is always you know the final word um and uh, there's some other things that uh, i don't know we'll, i'll probably get into about like a parent episode <laughs> um but just the dynamic that i saw that i was brought up under was you know like as a woman you you just deal with it um 
I can't really remember my mom speaking up for herself. Um, and it would be situations and things would happen where I would see it in her face that she didn't want to do that. You know, she's not happy in this situation. She didn't want to deal with this shit. But she would still do it or still go along with whatever was happening. Um, and my dad would be completely oblivious to it. Um, so just, you know, using that as an example of not having... Uh, that was my example of of not being able to verbalize, um, or like if that makes sense. Like watching my mom internalize everything, um, and then it's crazy because growing up, I would always be like, I'm not gonna be like my mom. Like I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna be a pushover. Um, you know, I'm gonna speak my I'm gonna speak my voice. I'm gonna speak my truth. I'm gonna talk my shit and. I got older and got in a relationship where I was literally doing everything that my mom was. I was the I was the breadwinner. Um, I was the provider for the family. I was the one that was always at work, and um, my ex was always with the kids. And it was like the same exact dynamic that my parents had. Uh, and so <laughs> that made me mad once I realized, you know really looked at looked at everything and, and saw it like that pissed me off even more so so now here I'm um I'm angry because of the situation I'm in because I didn't want to be you know like my mom I didn't want to have that kind of relationship that my parents had um that's one thing I'm angry because I'm in a relationship that is stale and cold and is not beneficial to me is not helping my growth in any way shape or form um, it's incredibly abusive verbally, emotionally, mentally, sometimes physically. Um, I, I didn't really get to see my kids because I was always working. Um, so there was just there was just a lot of factors to that relationship and a lot of things that made me just so upset that I went I looked to sex as as my escape. Sex was my way to feel good because I was incredibly depressed. I was functional, what they call that, uh, a functional, a functioning depressant, depressant, I think that's, I don't know, probably the technical term, but I was depressed as fuck, but I was still functioning because it was like I, I had to make money, so you gotta work, so go to work because this nigga ain't working. You gotta take care of these kids. You know, you got to buy diapers. I never qualify for food stamps. I never qualify for cachet, like any of that stuff. Because I was always working and I was always just above. Now, when I say just above, it would be like $100 more than the limit that they allow you to make in order to get the benefits. So, it was always a struggle. Money was always tight. I started resenting him um, because it's like, here I am busting my ass day in, day out trying to take care of these kids and what are you doing you're all you do all day is get drunk um terrible example for my kids that has had lasting effects even though this is now we're going on three years that I've been away from him that I you know we haven't been together and still you know I'm seeing the effects that that relationship had on my kids especially my oldest um so just like not being able to have my emotions in check and not being able to verbalize how I feel because he, he couldn't show up for me. He couldn't be there for me. And so in turn, I was not showing up for him. 
so it's a it's it's a crazy it's a crazy um it was like a crazy back and forth battle round and round that that went and I had just wanted to get out of that situation um fast forward to now this new relationship that I'm in I found myself repeating those old habits so this is my first relationship that I've been in since that relationship with my boy's father and it's a great relationship I I really you know I'm, I'm grateful and thankful for it um but I've caught myself going into habits that I had then as far as like people pleasing as far as just whatever you say goes um we had a situation where he got upset with me and I shut down instantly and I noticed that and it took me like emotionally I got dragged back to my prior relationship where it was just like I felt so small and so it's like hard to now rewire myself because I want to make sure that I can show up for him but I need to be there for myself first I need to be able to show up for myself I need to be able to cater to myself and know that I can feel these things I can verbalize how I'm feeling without feeling small without feeling like I'm wrong um and that's probably the hardest thing that I'm having to 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 work with um there's just so much there's so much there's so much <laughs> there's so much but I think that ultimately I'm gonna be okay you know we're all gonna be all right for sure a hundred percent um we just have to work at it and for me relationships aside I'm I want to work on it for myself so that I can also show up and be there for my kids um, because at the end of the day, I'm teaching them how to process and handle emotions. And if I can't get myself in check, how can I expect them to be in check? You know, it's a ripple effect. Um, you know, when you have kids, you can be as absorbed in yourself as you want to be. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you're only teaching them how to be narcissistic. So there's there's no choice like there's no room for being in myself um because I'm not important at the moment like I'm important you know what I mean like I matter I'm important you know I just thought about that movie you is kind (laughs) you is smart you is important (laughs) that's from the help if you haven't seen that movie I love it that's where that's from it's hilarious um, the meaning of that that was very deep, not hilarious, but I love that movie. Um, and I say that to my kids a lot too. When they mad at me, pissing me off, I'll just stop and but you is kind, <laughs> just to break the ice because everyone laughs. But anywho, I digress. Um, totally lost my thought. Now I'm all about the movie. Um, at the end of the day, I, me personally how I'm how I move how I feel matters but not to the extent of me building the character of my kids um 
like it's not more important they come first they have to come first um I come first to the extent of building up myself so that I can build them up and speak into them and pour into them um and if I can get my emotions in check, if I can verbalize how I'm feeling without losing off, losing my cool or popping off, uh, then that in turn teaches them that you know you can have healthy disagreements with people. You can have, you know, feel you can be angry, and I, I tell them all the time like it's okay to be angry. Feel your anger, but don't lose your shit. Don't lose your shit. You can't. Um, for one, it's uh, why. You know, at the end of the day, what are you going to get out of that? You're mad. You're pissed off. You go break a window. Okay, now you broke a window. Now what? Okay, so now you're mad because you done broke this window and it's about to rain and now we got rain coming. You know what I mean? Like, it just, you have to learn to control those emotions. You can't Hulk smash everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even though you want to. <laughs> it's not the best way to go. Um... So controlling the emotions, controlling yourself so that you can show up and be present for other people, for your significant other, for your kids, for yourself, for your parents, for your family, for your friends, for yourself, um, <laughs> stress it enough, for yourself, be there for your damn self, um, That's it. That's all I got for y'all. That's that's it. That's just my thoughts that I wanted to share on that again. Um, inspiration for this topic was the Amanda Seals episode on her show, Small Doses. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Um, that's all I got for y'all. Y'all, as always, be good to yourself. Play a part, not yourself. Love you, fam. I'm out. <laughs>